What is up guys, it is Quinn here back with another fantasy football video and today I'm going to be doing my last set of rankings. So I've already gone through all of my positional rankings. Today it's going to be my overall player rankings. So you just assume this is like half point PPR and then I'll be going through my top 36 overall players. So basically like three rounds of fantasy football ADP, you know, assuming you're in a 12 team league. While you guys are watching, if you're enjoying the content, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. And then let me know what you guys think about these rankings down below in the comment section. I want to know what players you guys think should be higher or lower. So yell at me down below and I'll make sure to get back to every single person. But let's jump right into the first round. So we're starting it off here with two running backs. You know, I kind of go against consensus here. I have CMC at the number one. If you go Jonathan Taylor, totally cool with that pick. So CMC at number one. Jonathan Taylor at number two. Then number three, I'm someone who really likes to go running backs early and often, but for me, Cooper Cup ceiling is just too high. I cannot pass up on him here at number three. So that is where I have Cooper Cup. Then I go back to back running backs. Number four, I have Derrick Henry. Number five, Delvin Cook. I have them, you know, one tier lower than CMC and JT, but I still think these are really solid early round picks, workhorse running backs for their teams. Then I go back to the wide receiver position here at number six with Justin Jefferson. I know a lot of people have Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase very close together. And I do think, you know, they're decently close together. But for me, I do kind of have Justin Jefferson firmly ahead of Jamar Chase, just because I think he's guaranteed more volume, where I think Jamar Chase is kind of, you know, more big play dependent. But I really like both of those guys. And you'll see Jamar Chase in just a second. Seven, I have Najee Harris. Eight, Austin Eckler. Some really solid, you know, mid first round selections. Then Jamar Chase comes in here at number nine. Insane rookie season. Should improve on it this year. Potentially a more pass heavy offense. The offensive line is way better. This is really just an ascending unit. You know, Burrow will continue to get better. Chase, T. Higgins, still both very young. Like I said, the improved offensive line. So Jamar Chase, I really like, is like a mid to late first round selection. Then on that same team, I have Joe Mixon here my running back seven, really strong kind of late first round running back. And then at 11 and 12, I have back-to-back wide receivers, Devonte Adams here, my wide receiver four, and then Stefan Diggs here at wide receiver five. We have Stefan Diggs switching teams. I still think he's an elite option. Stefan Diggs was slightly disappointing last year, but I still think he's very reliable. You know, the alpha wide receiver on a top tier offense with an elite quarterback in Josh Allen. So now moving over to the second round, my number 13 through number 24. And at 13 here, I have my first tight end. It is Travis Kelsey. I do think Travis Kelsey is pretty firmly over Mark Andrews in my eyes. He just is so consistently like a top two fantasy tight end. If he's not the number one, he's basically locked in to be the number two guy. We know he's going to see a huge target share, maybe even an increase this year with Tyreek Hill leaving. You have some other weapons there, you know, Juju. MVS. You have Sky Moore, who they selected in the draft, but I just feel like Travis Kelsey is the clear proven top weapon here, and I think he's going to continue to have monster seasons. Number 14, much higher than consensus. This is where I have Leonard Fournette. I think he's going to be very close to the workhorse for the Buccaneers. Maybe he loses out on some receiving work, but he's going to get a decent amount of carries. He's going to get the red zone opportunities, and we know Brady trusts him as a check down option. So I still think he is going to be a very solid fantasy running back. Then we kind of have a run at running back here. So after Fournette, I have Swift at 15, 
James Conner at 16, also much higher on James Conner than consensus. Honestly, a pretty similar reason to Fournette, thinking he'd be the workhorse on a good offense. And then number 17, I have Kamara. It's tough to really place Kamara because we just don't know what's going to happen with a suspension. You know, if he is not suspended, he's probably in that like mid first round range. I feel like that's where he belongs. But if he's getting like a six game suspension, he probably falls farther than this. So right now, kind of a placeholder spot until we figure out more about his, you know, legal situation or just how the league is potentially viewing it. Number 18, I have Debo Samuel, my wide receiver six. I kind of feel like there's a decent drop off from that Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs tier. But then I feel like Debo Samuel has kind of separated himself from the wide receivers going, you know, wide receiver seven and on. I know some people actually view CD Lamb over Debo Samuel. I'm not one of those people. I think, you know, no matter what position he plays, whether it's wide receiver, the wide back, you know, the hybrid wide receiver running back, I just think the dude's going to produce. I think he's going to do it no matter who the quarterback is. Like, yeah, maybe a slight downgrade going from Jimmy G to Trey Lance in terms of like receiving volume, but let's not act like Jimmy G was some, you know, funnel in terms of overall passing volume. Like he was not a good quarterback. So I think Debo will produce no matter who is at the quarterback spot. Then we have back-to-back running backs here. Number 19, Aaron Jones. Number 20, Saquon Barkley. I like to go running backs early and often. You can see that in these rankings, 13 running backs through 20 picks. Number 21, I have Mike Evans, my wide receiver seven. Just seems to be a very reliable fantasy wide receiver one. At number 22, I have my second tight end. It is Mark Andrews. So, you know, nine spots after Travis Kelsey. I think it's fair, but I do think he is still pretty firmly the tight end two. You know, I feel like there's a pretty decent uh, fall off from him to the guy who will be Kyle Pitts, who you'll see kind of in the later third round. 23, I have CeeDee Lamb. I don't think I'm really going to have any shares of CeeDee Lamb because right now he's going like early second round. I will not be drafting him there. So 23 is where I have him, my wide receiver eight. I think that's fair, but that's not necessarily in line with consensus. And then at 24, I have Nick Chubb, my RB14. Now heading into the third round, this is going to be much more wide receiver heavy. I feel like, you know, I rank these workhorse running backs in the first two rounds. Round three, we're still going to have some running backs, but it is way more focused on the wide receiver position. And we started off with kind of a run of these guys, I believe five straight. So at 25, I have Tyreek Hill, new situation, still a stud. Number 26, I have Deontay Johnson. I'm not going to be drafting him here just because I think he's probably going in like the fourth round. So you can get him away later. But I feel like if this was like consensus, I would be comfortable taking Deontay Johnson here. I feel like people are just throwing away his 2021 season where he produced with a bad quarterback, whereas every other player who produces, you know, is like a wide receiver two with a bad quarterback, just gets praised as like a stud option. So he may regress a little bit, but I still think he can be a fantasy wide receiver one. Keenan Allen at 27, just one of the most reliable kind of fringe wide receiver ones you're going to find. T Higgins at wide receiver 12 here at 28. Just a super kind of safe option. I feel like people think he doesn't have a ceiling playing alongside Jamar Chase. I would not be surprised if you see like a Jamar Chase finishes like the wide receiver five, T Higgins, wide receiver seven, wide receiver eight. I feel like that is totally possible. Both those guys are so insanely talented. And then at 29, I have Michael Pittman, very high on Michael Pittman. We saw him take a big jump uh, from his rookie to sophomore season. Now he has a much better quarterback. 
still the clear-cut wide receiver one on his team. So a really solid kind of mid-third round pick. Then way higher than consensus, I have Ezekiel Elliott here at number 30. The more I think about it, I feel like everyone has kind of channeled their excitement with the Cowboys into CeeDee Lamb. And I feel like I've kind of gone in a different direction. Instead of, you know, me thinking CeeDee Lamb's going to jump from like a back end wide receiver two all the way up to like an elite wide receiver one, I feel like he's going to take a jump. But I think we're going to see Dalton Schultz more involved in this offense with Amari Cooper out. I think we're going to see Zeke kind of return to form. We're going to see him splitting time with Pollard. But I also think Pollard's going to be very involved in the receiving game. They just got to get him touches. So I think both of these running backs are going to be involved. And prior to messing up his knee, Zeke was balling out through the first five games of the season. So I think him, Pollard, Schultz, these guys are all going to rise, you know, with the loss of Amari Cooper. 31, lower than consensus, I have A.J. Brown. Love the player, don't love the situation. Also lower on this guy, Javante Williams comes in at number 32. Just not really trying to pick up a running back in a committee you know, at the 2-3 turn. So I'll take him more mid-late third round, but I'm not going to be picking Javante Williams at like pick 23-24, which is probably where you're going to have to snag him right now. Mike Williams comes in at 33. Seemed a little boomer bust last season. Honestly, if he can produce the points, I'll kind of take the variability there. This is going to be a top-tier Chargers offense. Him and Keenan Allen are both going to be studs this year. 34, Kyle Pitts, my tight end three. Young ascending weapon, should just continue to get better. And then back-to-back wide receivers here at 35, 36. Both fairly young guys, DK Metcalf here at 35, Jalen Waddell at 36. Both are kind of in uncertain situations. You have Metcalf obviously losing his Hall of Fame quarterback in Russell Wilson. We don't know if it's Geno Smith or Drew Locke. Obviously, he takes a hit there, but I still think he'll be able to produce just based on his talent. And then Jalen Waddle now gets bumped to the wide receiver two behind Tyreek Hill. I don't think it's a lock that like Tyreek Hill easily outperforms Jalen Waddle. There's a chance Waddle can keep up with him, but obviously at this point in the offseason, we got to assume that Tyreek Hill is going to be the guy, which is going to leave Jalen Waddle as like a three, four turn guy in my mind. But those are my top 36 rankings. Let me know what you guys think. If you haven't seen my running back, wide receiver, quarterback, or tight end rankings, go check all of those out. As always, thank you for stopping by and I'll see you guys in the next one.